This is an SBS radio podcast, Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Dementia is not a normal part of ageing and yet Alzheimer's Australia predicts by mid-century almost a million people will be living with the illness. Patients from diverse backgrounds face additional challenges in getting an early diagnosis and care support which meets their needs. Carers and health experts advocate a cultural approach to dementia care. Dementia is a general term for a collection of symptoms caused by disorders or diseases that affect the brain. Common symptoms are frequent memory loss, confusion, personality change, apathy, withdrawal and the loss of ability to perform everyday tasks. Vincent Poisson, Programme Manager at Rural Services of Alzheimer's Australia, says short-term memory loss is often a first sign. Very often, the short-term memory will be affected. Therefore, the person will have difficulty remembering things that happen in, in a relatively short term. It might be five minutes to a day, or it, it, it's short term. Thinking might be affected. So therefore, the person will have more and more difficulty of thinking clearly or making decisions, for example. For some forms of dementia, their behavior might change, and some of these behaviors might become quite complex and difficult to manage as well. And this is very often where the family will struggle quite a bit. Vincent Poisson says short-term memory loss also impacts on the patient's day-to-day living. So therefore, we are not really talking about someone who is just forgetting about their kids. It's really someone who is constantly forgetting where they, where things are, constantly forgetting where what's the name of a, a person, and therefore it's really affecting their life on a daily basis. Garcia Bagner works as a community carer for Focus Care Solutions, which provides services to welfare organisations such as Jewish Care, Benevolent, Anglicare and Catholic Care. She says some patients lose the ability to carry out simple daily tasks. They lose their orientation. If they leave the home, they cannot come back on their own. They cannot even remember where the bathroom is or where the bedroom is. Forgetting when cooking, leaving it to burn or opening the taps and leaving the water pouring. Sometimes they don't know how to dress or even how to open the door that is shut. They don't know that you have to turn the knob. Not to mention answering a phone call. They can even forget how to write. Alzheimer's Australia says it's critical to visit a doctor to get a diagnosis early. Yet their research reveals people from diverse communities are diagnosed later than the rest of the population. Some patients from diverse backgrounds may be unwilling to discuss the illness in fear that they'll be labelled as crazy. Carers working in African, Chinese and Latin American communities found people thought an elderly relative's memory loss was due to normal ageing. When a patient needs intensive care, migrant families are often faced with the difficult decision of finding residential care. Alzheimer's Australia's 2008 report says the perception that most patients from diverse backgrounds are cared for by family members isn't true. Family counsellor Vincent Poisson says he's seen migrant families pressured to act as carers. And during that, this process is quite difficult for a lot of families, especially those coming from a cold background. 
And therefore, we are, our role is there to sort of demystify a bit the information that might be around. Very often, people from diverse backgrounds, they will tend to put a lot of pressure on the daughter or the daughter-in-law to be the carer for the person with dementia. Many of these females very often feel that they don't have a choice in their, care, in their caring role. They don't feel that as if it's something that they necessarily want to do, but they have to do. Vincent Poisson says language is another barrier for those living with dementia. That very often, especially if someone has a form of dementia like Alzheimer's disease, which tends to affect the language part of the brain, people will have more and more difficulty really uh, speaking a second language and will tend to revert to their native tongue. Alzheimer's Australia's 2008 report found that patients prefer to be informed about their illness in their native language. Written information in English is often too complex. Dementia carers like Cassia Bergner, who speaks Polish, are in high demand. They, they revert to, to their native language. They can understand English usually, but they can't speak it, so they will uh, respond to you in their native language. So I have a Polish lady now. When I come to her, she usually speaks English. Then uh, when we walk into the shop, she starts speaking to the people there in Polish. So she mixes the two languages. I think she prefers Polish because she was asking and her family was asking for a Polish carer. Dementia researcher at UTS, Professor of Palliative Medicine, Mira Agar, says many factors go into a care plan. Early diagnosis, um, access to services to facilitate um, diagnosis, coordinated and integrated care, planning for future care and ensuring that patients and their families understand what services and support is out there for them, but also the kinds of decisions, both from financial, lifestyle, care and health care, um, that they need to think about and plan for and consider what their values and wishes around those things are. She says it's essential to know a patient's long-term wishes. And so what we found was that if you have not received a proper diagnosis of dementia or that has been delayed, you miss out the opportunity to plan in a timely fashion. That there was lots of gaps between care settings um, and communication about people's wishes for future care often were lost when people, say, went from home to hospital or from um, home to residential care. Professor Agar's research led to the development of the National Guidelines for Dementia Services. Recommendations include that bilingual staff or professional interpreters are provided, especially during care assessment. She says health professionals should ask about the wishes of the patient, not the patient's family or carers. And what we're hoping that the guidelines provide is a structure and a process by which families are not found not finding themselves in a crisis decision that the only option to solve that crisis is going to hospital. Um, we, we would hope that they would have much broader a range of access to support, um, be able to access that support before a crisis occurs. Alzheimer's Australia provides dementia information in 43 languages on their website. Visit fightdementia.org.au. Also, counselling services are available on the National Dementia Helpline by calling 1800 100 500. Or if you need an interpreter, you can contact the National Dementia Helpline through the telephone interpreting service on 131 450. 
That feature was prepared by Dorota Benashiak, and for SBS Radio, I'm Andrew Bolton. This was an SBS Radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 